and thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I just happened to have a moment where I can have a podcast with my wife to discuss our wonderful trip that we just took to Walt Disney World. Yeah, it was awesome. Hi, honey. Hi. It was awesome. Yeah. It's always awesome. We had a fantastic time. We did. We did. We had a great time. Yeah. So um, we kind of discussed this a little bit on our drive back, talking about our favorite things and, and things that we liked and things that we enjoyed. Um well, first, we did this trip a totally different than we normally do. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure anybody that listens to your podcast very much at all knows that we go to Disney regularly. We usually try what at least sometimes once a year, but no more than probably twice a year at the most. Well, no, I mean the most twice a year, but we try hard to to go at least. Um, we didn't go any in 2022. Right. We skipped that year. We actually did Universal that year. Right. And with as long as it takes to build rides for some of these um, awesome theme parks, it's that's probably going to be a good schedule for us to stay on. Is Every other year? Every other year because Universal in 2025 will be opening up a new park. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to make sure we make it down there for that. But this trip was different in the sense that we had definitely planned to go to Disney this year We because we didn't last year. And... You and I normally visit Disney Disney at a different time of the year. Yeah. We normally go latter October through the early December, or we do it um, in... Or or in September, um, after Labor Day. Yes, but we've not done a lot of that. We've usually been the month of October because food and wine. Yeah. Uh, We try hard to... We try hard to plan around the weather. Yeah, also the changing of the um, decorations sometimes is our motivation to see yes. the Halloween decorations, do the boo for you, and then turn around and then it's Christmas time. Right. That you In one week, you can see the, the fall decorations and the Christmas decorations. I think next year, the next time we go, like you and I were talking about, I want to go during Christmas time um, to have more of the December look. Yeah, I'd want to go, the next time we go, I want to go the, the first full week of December. Yeah. I do not want to go Christmas after, time. After Thanksgiving, like after kids are back in school. Yes, yes. Yeah. Although that really doesn't make that, I don't know. We don't go during the summer anymore, so I don't really know the difference in the amount of children because there was a lot of kids there. I think there's yeah. so many kids now that are homeschooled. Or so many parents that just pull the kids out of school for just for the just trip. It just seems to me like we went last week, this past week, and school's still in full swing everywhere. I mean, graduations are just starting now, and there was no lack of children there. Well, also, I don't know if you noticed this, but the majority of the children were stroller kids. Yeah, I'm sure that's just because you, the strollers are just... Uh, it's, they care... They're not necessarily in school yet. Maybe. They may be in just a pre-K kind of thing. Um, So, yeah, I I think that we went at a good time for that. Um, But the weekend that we were leaving, you could tell that graduation had happened because that last Friday, I noticed a large number of older kids who were there. So they may have graduated and then like, okay, and now we're going to go on vacation this Friday. Yeah. And I think graduations are starting like, you know, right about now for private top schools and then public schools will be a little bit later. But normally, like I said, this, this trip was, was done totally different this time. Right. This was based around your mom and Dan. Yeah. 
We the, didn't know what their finan- what their uh, well, physical gave, ability was going to be. Yes, and they gave us the date. So yep. um, whenever we decided we would go, you know, it was definitely hotter. Uh, and it's not that the heat bothers me, but it it's definitely a huge factor. Yeah. You have to factor in that heat because the heat just changes everything. The miles that you walk in a day, and you're not going to walk less than five if you go into any park. That's just mm-hmm. the minimum. Just getting off of a bus into the park, doing just one or two attractions can still equal five miles you factor in that heat and it changes everything because mm-hmm. the heat sucks it out of you it your energy level everything yeah but yeah your parents just did i mean your mom and dan just they did an amazing job mm-hmm. I, I really thought of course genie plus this was our first time using genie plus yeah i was very very worried scared not very unsure how it would work it, uh, which you managed all of that for us, but it, it, it would seem to be, it definitely helped. Most definitely helped. Yeah. Well, I got the biggest, to me, I got the biggest tip from Jan, uh, who's been on the podcast before here. He, he's been, his wife kind of works as a Disney agent and, and he told me, he said, listen, you're, you're going to want to go ahead and just spend the money and just get it. Mm -hmm. He said, it'll save you a lot of time, a lot of hassle. And, you know, I I recognize the fact that it's not something that everybody can afford. Um, we've gone in the past where money's been tight, and we we probably couldn't have done it then. Uh, but it is one of those things where if you can afford it, I think it's worth it. Yes. Um, and maybe that price point is there for a reason. Maybe it also helps them recuperate some of the money that it costs to build these new attractions because they are way more elaborate the more they build them. And maybe having that financial return on those rides is better for the people who can't afford it to help fund the next thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's a money grab. Let's face it. They yeah. cannot stay open if they're not making money. Right. And it is a money maker. Right. The only thing I don't like about it is the fact that they've driven everybody to be face down in their phones. Yeah. I mean, that's been a huge complaint of the podcast that I listen to, the travel agents that of a few shows that I listen to. That is the, everybody's major complaint. Now, I did hear as we were leaving, we heard some Disney news that starting in 2024, the dining plan is coming back. Yeah. Which a lot of people, a lot of people want that back. Mm-hmm. I think they're having like a quick service and then a maybe table service. We've done the dining plans before. We've done we've done without the dining plans. You and I will never probably never do the dining plans again mm-hmm. because we don't we see the, that much. We we don't see the value in it. To me, it forces you to overeat. Yeah. Because you feel like you have to justify the money that you've spent. Mm-hmm. I would much rather do like we do. We we are the kind of people that we buy some groceries, we take some snacks in a lot of people do not know that the parks allow you to take food in you just can't take glass containers and you can't take alcohol alcohol, of course to me it's well worth sitting somewhere in the shade and eating a sandwich and a bag of chips that we've taken in ourselves, than eating a all the fried food the the french fries the hamburger that's pretty much what 
your options are for lunch. Yeah. And, and there's only so many uh, hamburgers that come off of a conveyor belt that you can eat. Right. It's yeah. just not that great tasting of food. So why yeah. I don't see the value in wasting the money on it. And I know that there's some Disney of you know fans out there that are like, you know, uh, I go because that way I don't have to worry about cooking or anything like that. Well, that's fine. There's other options. There's there's some places to eat that are pretty decent. Uh, we've eaten at Pecos Bill before at Disney at the, at the Magic Kingdom. Yep. Uh, that does the tacos and and stuff like that. That was really good and fresh. And I yeah. was like, well, this is a nice change of pace. Um, you it, know, it's I, not all fried. It's not all right. hamburgers and hot dogs. They do have some variety. There's some healthy options out yes, there. Yes, there are. Um, you know, if you're at the Animal Kingdom, there's a few options there that are really good. The the place over in Pandora that does little uh, quinoa bowls and um, stuff like that. Suli, Suli Cantina. Yeah, that that's great. Um, which we were there and we got the uh, the bao buns. Yeah, the, the hamburger cheeseburger, cheeseburger pods. pods. Those are great. Um, we've also had their um, what's the fire firecracker something that we had the the bowls last year with the with the macaroni and the tater tots and the that's at um, Flame Tree Barbecue. Flame Tree Barbecue. Yeah. I mean, so, and every, every one of these parks has a place like that that offers you some good, healthy options um, that's not just burgers. Pulled but pork and barbecue is not healthy. Listen, don't, don't, don't throw shade on my love. Um, <laughs> but yes, there are, there, there are options. But, like I say, a lot of people don't know that you can take in food. But money-wise, like we were talking about, it is better for us to just go ahead and plan to go to a grocery store. Yeah. Buy some things, make some sandwiches. It doesn't take long to do. It doesn't take a whole lot of money to do, and you get to save yourself a bit of money. And if you want to buy the Genie Plus and you want to do the individual right. Lightning Lanes, that's how you can kind of compromise your money a little bit so that you can afford to do those things and have those experiences. And you don't have to do them. Like if you just wanted to bare budget it, we, we've done that before where you just make sandwiches and you stand in line. And you can do that too. I mean... Well, the last time we were there in February of 21, there was no Genie Plus. Right. So that was not an option. Yeah. And that was probably our cheapest trip we've ever done. Yeah. I want to say max we spent, we were there for a week. And with the, the grocery shopping that we did. And you insisted I buy a lightsaber. I mean, no, I mean, I'm talking <clears throat> about the, the, the food options. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, I want to say food, that food. trip we only spent. Like we, $300 three, total. Yeah, we spent just a but, little over $300. Over 200 of it was at one place, one fancy dinner. But. There's definitely options. I mean, we didn't. We chose this time. We checked in on a Saturday, yeah. checked out on a Saturday, yeah. so we were there for seven nights. We did not eat one breakfast nope. in the park. We we went to the grocery store and spent a hundred and thirty thirty eight hundred and forty dollars worth of groceries. And there's no doubt about the fact that the all the breakfasts that we ate in our room and all um I. I want to say almost all of our lunches, we had one lunch type snack in Oga's Cantina. We did all of our lunches ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that $138 that we spent probably would have cost us more than double double or triple that yeah. had we ate those meals in the parks. Yeah, because each one of our meals, just the two of us with something to eat, something to drink, would have been about 40 bucks a piece. Yes. I mean, 40 bucks per per time. Yes, and that's just and that's drink. And there was several dinner meals that we had that our meals were about $35 a piece for the entree, and we drank water only because we were so dehydrated yeah. from the heat. Yeah. So that meal, had we had a cocktail, you know, that me that meal would have been even more expensive. Yeah. 
So there's definitely ways to cut corners and justify the Genie Plus. But also we wanted on, on this trip, because of the fact that mom and Dan were going, we wanted to be able to like have a couple of good sit down dinners mm-hmm. and plan sometimes because yes. this may, I mean, I hate to say this, but this may be one of the last times they can they can physically go and do it this is a very stuff. physical trip it um, is it, it is. doesn't get easier the older you get yeah. it doesn't get easier with the fact that mom's got rheumatoid arthritis and that dan's had some heart stents put in and is having blood pressure issues i mean you got to kind of think okay well if it's a physical trip if you're going to go and you're going to do this let's let's eat at some nice places yes. let's go to experience some things and you and, and we I, did we had dinners at every the, every dinner that we had yeah was at a some was we had never eaten there before. Like a bucket list thing of hey, we've yes. never eaten. I mean, we did the Brown Derby, we did the actual Fantasmic dining package at Brown Derby in Hollywood Studios, which was fantastic. I mean, it was good for the meal. For it was great. I mean, the yeah. meal was great. the The decor of the restaurant was nice. We did do um, Oga's Cantina that that afternoon for lunch, which is something that. We splurged on. We yeah. we all went in and had a little fruity type fruit drink. Yep. And we got to see the inside of Oga's. We had some just some little snacks like a char um charcuterie, charcuterie. board and just some little snacks. So that was great. I didn't want to miss that experience of being able to go inside Oga's because you do have to have reservations. The dinner there was great. We did pay a little more for the brown derby so that we could have VIP seating for Fantasmic. And I got to say, the staff was was helpful with the fact that Fantasmic is in sort of a stadium seating like valley. And when we went in there, um, I mentioned to them that, you know, hey, my mom really can't walk these steps. She has some physical limitations. Is there any way we could sit up here? And the lady was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Right here. This, this is fine. Yeah, we had perfect. And so we were able to sit near the top, which was great for her. That way she wouldn't have to walk up and down the steps a lot. And um, I mean... You know, overall, I I really enjoyed eating at those places. Um, yeah, and then we did, and the seating for Fantasmic was probably the best we've ever had. Yeah, we were directly in. We've front done of it. the dining packages before and never had seating that great. Yep. Oh, and um, if you out there haven't been to see Fantasmic in a while, they revamped yep. it a little bit. They've also uh, put actual uh, bench seats there, so you're not sitting directly on the concrete anymore. Yeah, which it's is really nice. Really nice. Uh, makes it a lot more comfortable to sit there. Um, so. The show was great. Uh, you can tell they've utilized LED lights and yeah. lasers and fireworks in just the right way. And man, yeah, it, was it was incredible. Really, it was really good. We um, let's see. We also had dinner at um, Rio's. Is it Rio? No, we had dinner at Yak and Yeti Yak and inside Yeti. the Animal Kingdom. Yep, that was one of our bucket list. I had I had heard really great things about that restaurant. Just I'm not really sure why. I just never had. Taking the time to make the reservations there, I was not disappointed. The meal was fantastic. Yeah, I could Our, eat there again. Yes, I could definitely eat there again. I'd like to try some of the other things. That they had a very extensive menu. Yeah, and um, what we I think what all the four of us ordered was was great. Everybody was extremely happy with their food. Mm-hmm. And then we had dinner at... Um, and they worked with us on our time schedule because we were like... We were actually early for that dinner we were by like an a, hour, right? About over an hour. And I, and I asked the lady, I said, is there any possibility we could get in earlier? And she was like, oh, sure, absolutely. Is your party here? I was like, they are. She yeah. goes, well, we can seat you now. I'm yeah. like, right on. Which was really great because that gave your mom and Dan a, a long evening. We actually got back to our rooms fairly early that so night. So they could rest. So they could rest, yeah. Um, that was your birthday. That was your actual Wednesday was your birthday. So we had, you and I actually went back in to, um, we went into Epcot and spent the, some of the evening. 
But then our other restaurant we ate at was... Um, Is it called Rio? No. It's in Mexico. Oh, La, uh, La Hacienda. La Hacienda. That was very good. Yeah. My meal was must have been better than yours because it was definitely a fantastic meal Our for me. Our experience was good. The, the appetizers were good. Um, my meal itself, I got the the uh, carne asada. Um, it had a sauce on it that was just too salty and... They didn't. They didn't cook it the way I've had it before. Um, the cut of meat wasn't that great, and it was kind of high priced. I, I expected a little different experience with that, but it's fine. That our dinner was good. The the like I said, the appetizer was good, and the, our scenery was great. Yeah, we, we actually waited and got a seat by the ta- um, got a table by the window, which was perfect. And it was raining and lightning outside, which we were like, hey, look at it lightning out there. <laughs> Which was the only... That was the only weather we had to deal with. The only weather we had to deal with, and we were indoors for every last single drop of that rain, and which was fantastic because our week going into that, it looked like it was going to rain all week long. So we had no rain at all except for that one dinner. Yeah. And it worked out perfect. I'm trying to think, is that our... Was that our meals? I think that was... That was our big meals, yeah. Yeah. They ate at Liberty. They ate at a, at a restaurant, a sit-down restaurant in the Magic Kingdom, and you and I chose not to eat there. Right. We actually ate... We just split a hot dog meal at Casey's. Right. Which, which is a, a big hot dog, and it's, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. But... But the good thing was snagging that table right next to the wall. I didn't want to tell the people about that one. That was absolutely perfect for your parents. I didn't I tell mean, anybody about that on the last podcast. No, nah, you got it. That's a secret. We, nah. got, we got a secret spot. That was definitely <clears throat> the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, that was That's good. the first time I have ever watched the fireworks sitting, sitting down. down. Yeah. And with, and, and with nobody in front of you. And with nobody in front of me. Yeah. Uh, now, the castle was a little further off as far as the some of the digital projections on the toward the bottom, but it, it still... For your mom and Dan, that was the most perfect spot yeah. to watch the fireworks. Plus, we had the access of being able to grab more water because it's hot. Yes. Uh, yes. Some ice water. I mean, okay, so an inside tip is if you're going around the park and you're thirsty, you can go up to the... the, the any quick service. Quick counter. service places and say, do you have any... Can I, can I get some ice water? And they'll give you ice water. They don't want you to dehydrate and fall out. They're going to give you ice water for free. Yes. They actually have trays of cups of They're making it all ice long. water sitting and there. And it's good water. It tastes yeah. good. So, I mean, that's just kind of a little bonus tip for Instead anybody. Instead of buying that $4 bottle of water. Yeah. Because if you buy the Dasani bottled water, it's a, it's close to $4, um, which is kind of crazy. But, you know, hey, this is what it is. But that's a new, like I say, dining, we started this off with... The dining plan is coming back for 2024. Mm-hmm. The other thing they announced toward the end of our week was that starting in 2024, you will not have to make park reservations. Yeah. Which is something you have to do now. You have to let them know what day you're going to be in what park. And, you know, I understand that for crowd control and for staffing reasons, but apparently that is going away effective 2024. There will be no more. You don't have to worry with that anymore. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, the only time that it can be an issue, well, and it's not really a major capacity. Yes, if they reach capacity, but one of the things is you and I have no intentions of going whenever I I would. You couldn't pay me to go spring break time, Christmas the week between Christmas and New Year's, Thanksgiving week. I would not go those weeks anyway. I just thought about something. Maybe 
they don't need to do it because of the way technology is caught up. I think that one of the biggest advantages to having you book your time, like you said, so that you'd know when to prepare for things is now technology is probably at the point where they already know because you're scanning in at all the places you're hitting that ping with your wristband or with your tab. Well, yes. But. So they can fluctuate as they need to between areas. But it, it, it does take away that element of being able to be prepared ahead of time. Yeah. It's more reactionary than it is prepared. Right now, right now they knew months in advance which parks we were going to be in. Yeah. Because we had made reservations which for those parks. right away says that they can have the buses set up the right yeah. way. They can have the food set up the right way. But the buses can be moved around. I mean, that's kind of yes, the, it, it, the thing it, about them true. being mobile. The only, like I say, I don't mind the park reservations. The only time that it can be a bit of a hassle would be like we did this last time, this past week. We decided day before. Yeah. We had a reservation for Magic Kingdom on our very last day there, which was Friday. You and I were by ourselves because your parents left on Friday morning. Yeah. We had actually scheduled ourselves to be in the Magic Kingdom all day that day, and we decided last minute to change that to Epcot, and we did that on Thursday. So the only time I could see that being a problem would be if you changed your plans and you were not able to snag a reservation Mm -hmm. for the park that you wanted to change to, but thank goodness we've never had any issues with that. I want to say we had to make park reservations when we were there in 21 and COVID brought those changes in. Yeah. So. Well, I want to change subjects a little bit. Um, I want to talk about things that we noticed that needs to be addressed. Things that are different. Okay. Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yep. About Disney. Such as? Uh, Listen to current news every single morning I listen to current news and the the Disney company is not making the money that they were making mm-hmm. it's whenever they release their annual earnings they're you know they're just not doing as well you can also and COVID had a lot to do with that I mean it, it hurt them whenever they had to close for as long as they had to close the also they had a CEO running the company that a lot of people, I just think he was just doing, making some, some bad decisions, which has affected the company. Mm -hmm. So this time I did to me personally, as, as somebody who's, I don't go, I don't go multiple times a year, but we do go at least once every two years. At least once a year on average. And I didn't. I did notice some changes. I I noticed, and I had also heard on podcast about some of the cast member cuts that they are making. Uh, I noticed that the cleanliness level has dropped a bit. Now, don't get me wrong; it is nothing horrible by no means, mm-hmm. because Disney had set the bar so high on their cleanliness. I mean, I can remember being in those parks when there was more people walking around with brooms and dustpans, keeping the walkways clean of any kind of debris. I'm talking about a piece of popcorn. You very rarely ever saw that at all. I noticed more of that this time, of, of the roadways or walkways having 
a little bit of trash in them that I've never noticed before. Uh, the other thing I noticed was some of the bathrooms. Now, Disney does something that most parks don't do in the fact that they have an attendant in every one of their restrooms. And I did notice a couple of restrooms that I went in that did not have an attendant in them. And you could tell by how wet the sinks were, like the countertops around the sinks, because normally that attendant works in there. That's what they do for their shift is they keep everything wiped down. With the paper towel machine being out of paper towels. Right, right. There was a couple of things like <clears throat> that that I noticed. Now, like I said, it was not anything major considering the the number of guests that are in that in those parks. I want to ask you something. In the bathrooms, <clears throat> did you see something between the sinks that said Dyson? Yes, that's the hand dryers that you stick your hand straight down into. No, no, no. Not not the ones that you go like this. Okay. Up on up near the sink. Yeah. The ones that blow they were they were yes, like a, they yes. were like a Yeah, those like have been arrow. there. Those have been there. What do they do? They dry your hands. Well, we we all tried to use them. Yeah, you just at, have at to. All the, at all the men's rooms, we were like, what does this do? Everybody, just, everybody's like this, and it did nothing. You just have to dance in a jig in front of it. None, it none of them work. Yeah, it, they do. Actually, we stop at a, um, the, the um, what is it called on the interstate? Uh, when you, the rest area. The Bucky's. rest area that we, no, oh. not, not Bucky's. <laughs> the rest area that we always stop at between Georgia, as soon as we cross over into the Georgia line, that yeah. big rest area, yeah. they've got them there. Oh, okay. Yeah, those yeah, are I those are hand dryers. We couldn't get them to work at any any of the men's restrooms. I tried it all over the place. Thinking, Actually, the first place we they I thought put them, it, is this cleaning? Is this like an air purifier thing or no? It's a hand dryer. Okay, we can. It's, we can it's a hand dryer. Um, the first whenever they built Galaxy's Edge, they put them in there, and then they went back and put them in all the other restrooms. Hmm. But yeah, they're they're hand dryers. I couldn't get them to work. Yeah, they have to dance in front me of and them. the. Thousands of other guys yeah. that I saw in the restrooms. None of us could figure out how to get them to work. We yeah. Everybody's like, "What does this do?" And then nothing. Yeah, they're they're hand dryers. But I, like I say, I did notice a, a little bit of a drop in, in cleanliness. In cleanliness. Yeah. As far as the landscaping and those kind of things, painting facades, I did not notice that anything looks like it has gone unmaintained, except for a hotel. There was some there was some signs that we noticed um, by the pool area. Remember the signs of the different words that were up on top, and you could tell some had been repainted and some were in need of repair. That had been like they've been a while since they've been touched up. Um, but for the most part, I thought that looked okay. Um, I was a little upset over the fact that we tend to leave our "Do Not Disturb" sign on the door. Uh, for most of our vacation because we can use reuse towels. We don't demand that they come in every day. We take our own trash out and that kind of thing. But we took it off the door two days and they never came yeah, now those that two was... days. And then we got back to the room to take a nap and then they decided to open the door. And I yeah. was like, why? With, with the do not disturb with the sign on the, on the door. door. Yeah. yeah. What, what What's going on there? Yeah, I mean, that was one thing crazy. that bothered me. And I'm, I'm a survey person. Yeah, me too. I listen to... Um, one of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about surveys pretty much every single week. Mm-hmm. And that's how Disney, of course, gathers its information. Mm-hmm. I, I tend, I'm definitely going to say something about that. I'm going to, I did not feel, I. whenever you check in or you do like your pre-check in, because I, I did specify a couple of things. You know, we, we actually knew pretty much which building we would be in mm-hmm. and 
It'll ask you for like ground floor. Do you have a preference of ground floor or top floor, things like that? One of the things it asks is housekeeping or what they call mousekeeping. And it asks you, do you want to decline mousekeeping? And I I said no, but I knew we were going to be there seven nights. Mm -hmm. I knew that we would not need them housekeeping to come in every day. But I knew somewhere toward the end of the week, we would probably need a few extra towels. Yeah. And I would want somebody to take the dirty towels out. Yeah. yeah. And I can't remember. We checked in on Saturday, and I don't think we even, we left our Do Not Disturb on, on our Thursday. door until Thursday. Yeah. We were gone all day Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, we did not go back to the room. We, we, left, the, we left the room before 7 or, or no, before 8. Before 8. And then we, we were back not, until... Close to ten o'clock at night. Um, no, it was probably earlier than that because that was our La Hacienda night that we went to dinner. I mean, we left the park as soon as dinner was over. So, but still, we were not back yeah. to that room before. It was dark. Yeah, it was definitely dark. Yeah, we were back to the room before a little before nine o'clock, and nobody had been in the room. And I thought, okay, whatever. So the next day was Friday. We left again about eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and we came back at about. Well, we actually went in and just, but we left the Do Not Disturb off. We went in and changed shoes so that we could go to Disney Springs and eat lunch and shop a little bit. But like I said, we didn't get back then until... It was probably 3.30. It was about 3.30. Yeah. And nobody had been, still, had no no one had been. And then at 4.30, they're opening the door yeah. with the Do Not Disturb on the door. Because we decided then to take... We to were, take a nap. To take a nap because yeah. we were going back in the parks for fireworks. Yeah, that... I did not like that. And the thing of it is, is we saw so many housekeeping people that whole week. Sure. Yeah, I didn't see any rhyme or reason to it. That was kind of crazy. I did notice that the buses were way more convenient this time than in previous trips. Um, But now you will have to remember that when we were there in 21, February of 21, COVID, there was no, there was absolutely no firework shows whatsoever. None. And they cut back their staff a lot during that time because there wasn't a need because they were at 35% capacity. About 35% capacity. That was their max was 35%. Yeah. So they knew they were running a skeleton crew then. Um, but I thought they did a great job with the buses. I thought the buses were extremely clean. I thought that the, all the transportation stuff that we'd done was pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember waiting. I I mean, was, we did not have to wait. At all for buses, it seems like it, it no more than five or ten minutes at the most. I am kind of curious whenever they do clean the Skyliners, when do they clean the Skyliners? Because it seemed like they had a lot of fingerprints on everything. Yeah, but even you, early in the morning, when you're getting on first thing in the morning, there's fingerprints all over it, and you're going, "Okay, how how often do you clean these yeah. things? How do you clean them?" Do you have to like get on it and ride all the way over to clean it as it goes over to the next place? Yeah, I, know, I did I not really see any trash or anything like that on any of the Skyliner. Yeah, the Skyliner areas were always well maintained, and the people, the staff there was super helpful. Yeah, they were. You could tell they were helping uh, people who were, you know, in wheelchairs and scooters and stuff on and off with no problem. I mean, yeah. they were they were very helpful. Um, but then again, we could have gotten in a gondola that the time we noticed the fingerprints, we could have gotten in one that had. Well, most of them that have the, us. most of them that have the wraps, you can't really see anything anyway, yeah. because the wraps hide a lot of that. Whereas the ones that without wraps is probably where we saw it. It may have been. Yeah. To me, it's de- it is still my most favorite mode of transportation. I did notice that um, going around um, the parks, 
there wasn't as many, I guess you call them cast members, but characters. There wasn't as many characters this time as we've seen in the past. Normally we see a lot of characters walking around. Um, you know, it's just, to me, it was a lot less, especially our time over in the Star Wars area of uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, the Batu. We in the past have seen tons of, you know, stormtroopers and Chewbacca walking around and Ray and that sort of thing. Yeah, we and didn't this see time, any of that. We just saw one time we saw some stormtroopers walking by and someone as Kylo Ren. And that was one time during the, I don't know how many hours we were there, but I was like, you'd think they would be out here on this little pad, this, this well, standing area more often, but yeah. there was nothing. I think one of the things that they've done, especially with the characters, is they have the way we saw Mickey and Minnie. That little sign-in thing to do photos. Yes, they, yeah. they've actually taken a lot of the characters indoors. Which for Chewbacca, that totally makes sense because of it is heat. hotter. Yes. And that suit is nothing but hair. Yeah. So I get that part. But like Ray doesn't yeah, have that I, thing. I didn't know. I That was the one thing I noticed too was the fact that they have that massive stage area. Above the, the land uh, cruiser things. And nobody, we saw nobody out there the whole time we were in that land. Where in the past we've seen them at least once in a while walk outside yes. and talk to the crowd and wave and stuff. But that again, that was during COVID. So maybe that was a thing and they were like, all right, we can't like walk amongst the people right now, but we can do this. Yeah. So maybe that was because of that more. I'm not sure. I know when we were there in February of 21, there was no... There was no character meet and greet is what they call it. A yeah. character meet and greet. Yeah. They, you could, they would have a character there, but you could not get close to them. They Now you can actually, they are back to meet, what they call meet and greets. But you have to schedule your time. And I don't know, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're driving those, those characters indoors. Maybe it pulls people off rides just enough oh, to kind of alleviate some of the, the draw yeah, of people. Dispersing the the crowds into different places. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of the reasons why they like Genie Plus is they can tell exactly where their crowds are at. Yeah. And see where the demand is too. Yes. Yeah. So the, the Genie Plus does take some learning. It does take a little bit of uh, pressing buttons and going, okay, this didn't work. Um there were a few things because I used it primarily to book our stuff. There are a few things about it that I did not like at all. Um, there were elements of it where you're on the uh, my day portion and it wouldn't allow you to select what you have planned or what you're going to next or what you'd like to plan, nor did it give you updates of when you were allowed to plan again. Uh, I had seen different people's videos on TikTok, especially where they were saying, oh, where every two hours I can book something. And that wasn't the case with us. We had to actually be checked into a ride, uh, no matter the time period. We had to be checked into the ride before we could book the next ride on the, on the Genie Plus, which was kind of a pain, especially if you book something that had a long wait and you wanted to use it, um, you know, two hours later to get on something that had a, had a little bit of a shorter wait. Uh, you basically had to exit yourself from that longer wait or not do anything until you ride it to book the next thing, which was kind of aggravating especially since you paid that much for it um but well, i will news, say the, the more that you play with it the more you can figure the app out and figure out how to do things uh, but even on the last day when i was trying to book things the screens were not easy to to go in between for booking your individual lightning lane and, and paying for it um that should be a separate icon i think on its own whereas right now 
the Genie Plus and the the MyQ and the Virtual Lightning Lane, it wouldn't allow me to go to the pay only part without having to bumble through the other things first. So at 7 a.m., it was one of those things where it worked great the first day. The second day, I had to navigate and go, well, that wasn't it, and kind of bounce around a little bit to find it again. And then the third day, it was where it was the first day. And then the fourth day, I had to, it took me a good two minutes to find where it was. Well, I don't, I, I d- did hear in, new, in the news that for their upcoming 2024, that they have heard that people are complaining about the fact that they're having to be face down in their phones and they're trying to eliminate that. I'm not really sure what they will do to eliminate that. The one thing, I do know that we bypassed a lot of lines because using with using it, you do pay to use it. Was it worth it? Most definitely when I saw how, especially how in the heat. How much time it saved us. How much time it saved us yeah. in that heat. The other thing is, if they, to me, if they ask me the one thing that I would change or I think needs to be changed about it is you should be able to plan the day before. I do not like the fact that they're driving everybody to get up at 10 minutes or a quarter till seven to get on it. That is, that is aggravating. That is your vacation. If you choose to sleep until eight o'clock, which let's face it, that's still not super late. If you choose to sleep to eight o'clock, you should be able to have that luxury. But it doesn't give you that. In order to grab some of the more popular rides, if you're not on that thing at seven o'clock, you miss them. And that to me just seems unfair. I wish they would at least give you they would at least give you the option of being able to plan like like if you're on day one and you know day two you want to be in the magic kingdom plan on day one what you're going to do on day two yeah so that you can sit comfortably somewhere and pick your things that you want to ride instead of having to set your alarm at a quarter till seven and then what if you don't get a ride pass until let's just say for instance 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock you did not need to be up at seven you know, so me to me, you're you're having, especially when you're in a room with a family. Let's just say a family of four, and you have smaller children or children. You know, ch- you've got children in the room. You have you literally have to wake up the whole family to snag rides for that day. And to me, that just seems, I don't know, it just seems like it's not. It's taking the some of the the pleasure out of a vacation oh yeah uh, it would be better i mean i understand not wanting not giving you days in advance if they would just give you 24 hours in advance yeah to plan for the next day to me that would that that would be a lot it would it would, it would actually add an element of uh, of pleasure back to to that i also noticed this time using our magic bands that things did not work as smoothly as they've done in the past. I don't know if that's because the technology and the devices at the locations are just getting worn out or if the magic bands just aren't made as good as they used to be. But it used to be that tapping the things and doing your finger was way easier. And this time it seemed to be a, a snag oftentimes. I think they actually in, upped that technology. How so? I think that that it scans your fingerprint more complex now than what it did in the past, and that's why you have to 
you have to get it just right. Uh-huh. That that's my thoughts on that. I've not heard anybody talk about it on any of the podcast that I listen to about that. But I'm like you. Used to you could just scan your band or you could tap your band, just smack your finger down there and the light would turn green. Now if you notice it it's almost like it's reading your fingerprint even yeah. even more Oh, closely. Yeah. And if you happen to have a glass case oh, that yeah. has magnets in it, it's going to set off the alarms every single time you go through it and you have to yeah. do a special bag check, which is going to take longer. But I have, FYI. but I have no problem with that. I I have no problem with them making sure. Other than the fact that you were harassed every time you went. I in wasn't harassed. I mean, I was actually asked to come to the side and have my bags checked. Yes. The only part about that that bothered me was every single time they told me, if you do this, Bingo. This will not happen. Bingo. That's not the case. Every single time I took my magnetic glass case out of my pocket book, held it up, they still they still made me go through security. Like I said, every one of them harassed you with, oh, well, if you just do this, it works. Oh, well, if you just do this, it works. And now they were all wrong. All of them were wrong because I, every last single one, I don't mind being checked. Right. To me, they should check. And I know... That there's a lot of things they're checking for. Mm-hmm. I, you know, main thing is security, but also too glass items. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, they don't need people bringing glass items in there because people in general are very clumsy. Not clumsy. People are very disrespectful, throwing they trash yeah. down in. You know, funny you should mention that. Talking about the level of cleanliness in the parks and stuff like that. Maybe it has a lot to do the with society. That, well, no. A lot of it being tied into your phone. People are in and out of their pockets a lot. And I noticed a lot of people pulling their phone out and trash just coming out of their pocket when they're doing it, not realizing they dropped something. Maybe. People are also a lot less respectful. People are way more disrespectful now than they were 10 years ago. People just don't care. Uh, you know, we said it. We sat and watched fireworks that last night. Did you notice it was a, the people that were right up next to the fence? The 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 man went and got. I, he came back with a tray of food. With a tray of food, they yeah. ate their food. Which I get. A lot of times, you have to if you want a really good seat for fireworks, you have to get there early. Who does that? That's that's part of it. But when they got done with the tray of uh, that had the trash on it, they set it over in the flower bed. Mm. They just set the thing over into the flower bed. I mean, I was like, I wanted to tap him on the shoulder and say, I get it. It's crowded right now. And if you get out of this crowd to try to throw this trash away, you're probably not going to find your wife when you come back because it's there's so many people. But don't leave that there. And when we well, turned around to walk off, they were walking off just like we were. And, and they, got done, they got done eating with still 30 minutes to spare. He had time to go and come back. Like I say, people, maybe that has a lot to do with why the cleanliness level looks like it has dropped. It may not be, have anything to do. Maybe society. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I will have to say, we went down there, we went down there with the main goal of making sure that your mom and Dan got to see all the things that we wanted, that we thought that they would like. I I know we accomplished that because we talked about rides that we wanted or attractions that we wanted to make sure that they got on. We did that. They even, they did a fantastic job of walking in the heat. Uh, You know, just that alone was, was major. 
They yeah. rode rides and attractions that I would have never in a million years thought that they would have rode and enjoyed them. Yeah. I, I was a little think, I was a little nervous when they came off of Tron and I was like, Yeah, you guys good? And they were like, That was intense. I was like, But you're good, right? I was like, yeah. Please be okay. <laughs> I I'm I feel confident that they had a really good trip. You and I planned a few days in there for ourselves so that mm-hmm. we could ride. Uh, we went down there with the goal of riding the three new rides, mm-hmm. which was Tron, Guardians Rata- of the Galaxy, and, and Ratatouille. Ratatouille. And we got to ride every one of, of those twice. twice, At and least twice. Some of them three times. Yep. All three rides were awesome. Yep. They've done a great job with all three of those rides. Mm-hmm. They need more of those in order to compete with what Universal's doing up the street, in my opinion. Yeah. With this newest land that they're getting ready to open, they need to continue the level of the Guardian of the Galaxy type work. Yeah. Because that and ride of course, is... The more complicated it is, the more chances for things to go wrong, which we saw on Rise of the Resistance. Yes, Guardians, of course, I don't think... I don't there was a couple of times riding Guardians where we saw a car empty come up, sit there and then leave and are going, why did, why did the car leave without anybody in it? And I don't know if they were having issues. The second time we rode it, we sat in the car still for way too long, in my opinion. And I thought, okay, are they, are they about to break down again? Um, not really sure what's going on there. I don't know that Guardians there. has any issues with, with breaking down. I know Rise of the Resistance does. It's just, um, again, all that stuff takes money. I get it. I, and again, I don't mind paying the extra for the extra benefits of, bypassing lines if people are financially able to do that that's fine um we're financially able to do that well so, they they took away parking at the resorts yeah so i would they much incorporated ra- that money somewhere else well exactly yeah. i would much rather pay 25 dollars a day and of course our genie plus thank goodness was all not quite that you high just charge more for the room and don't tell people you're charging them for parking yeah that's all you i mean do. they were already charging a lot for the rooms and for parking i yeah. would rather use that money don't charge me for parking I feel... They just hid the word parking. That's it, all they did. Well, I don't charge me for parking. Charge me for Genie Plus. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's, and, and the per day thing, um, you know, like, like we were saying, our last day, we didn't need to do Genie Plus. We just wanted to do that one time, pay for Guardians, get in, yeah. get out. Um, being able to select that as you want is fine. Um, the The phone aspect... I don't know that it's ever going to go away from us messing with our phones because that is such a big part of our life. Um, it it does make managing these things a lot better in a lot of ways for the park and for the the person. Um, one of the things I noticed was in some of the rides, being able to use your magic band, riding the rides, it would take a picture at some point and you would be able to see it on your My Disney app. It would show you, there's you on the ride. And you're like, oh, cool. Whereas Guardians, you we did it the first time. It didn't take a picture, but I noticed coming through the first time that a lady had stopped and she used her phone to take a picture of a Q code or tap the little thing on the Q code picture part of her camera. And that allowed, I guess, her picture. We did it the second time and it did capture a picture of us. Yeah. And a lot of people weren't using magic bands this time coming in the park. They were using their phone to tap to tap the, uh, the little logo and use your fingerprint. And it, I think things are going to go away from the magic bands and, and use more of your phone because everybody has a phone. And it is it, it doesn't cost you anything to bring your phone or use your phone. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, if you could do away with, if you do away with the magic band, then you're saving, 
I mean, we paid uh, $13 a piece, I think it was, for our Magic Bands prior to the to to getting there. Well, if you got, order them ahead of time, you get a l- couple of dollars off. Right, but if you do the Magic Band Plus, that's closer to $60 a piece. Yeah, it depends on the one you pick out. The cheapest ones are like $24.99. But I think... I think the next time we go, I think you're more apt to get that, and I think I'm more apt to try to use my phone just to see the difference, if nothing else. Um, I don't think the technology is going to keep up with the Magic Bands. I think it's going to go more towards your phone. Uh, nowadays, people, a lot of people have the uh, smart watches, and that technology is tied into the Apple Pay, which is connected to their smartwatch also with tapping things. I think that technology is going to move more towards your cell phones. Um, but again, you know, people are like, uh, yeah, but that means they're tracking you. Okay. Do you think they're think- not thinking I'm going to be at Disney World? I mean, I'm going to be there on property for the whole week. I mean, that's fine. Track me while I'm there. When I come off, yeah. I can turn off those notifications and those tracking things, and that's fine. Uh, I have no problem with that. Um, but I like the photo aspect. I like the fact that we can get the photos on there. Yeah. Uh, buying the photo package this time, you know, we've never bought photos before. Uh, We've just taken our own photos and just been fine with that. But again, this is the big trip with mom and Dan and it's an opportunity to have some photos where they've superimposed the images of Tinkerbell in your hand or with the butterflies above her head or something. You know, it's like, okay, take the picture, take the cool picture. Have yeah. it be part it of your. It was a great trip. I mean, have it, it was be part of your memories and save it and share it. And again, the the hidden thing that Disney does really well is they allow opportunities for you to share as much of your experience as possible, because you then become the testimonial commercial for your friends and family to go. Oh, I want to go. That's the smart aspect that I don't think a lot of people notice is they they do set you up in opportunities where you can share as much as possible of oh, your yeah. experience because it does talk other people into going. It does. We, we talk about it with our family and they go, I want to go. Yeah. Especially when they hear about what a good time we had. Well, that's what that that's, that's word of mouth. Right. That, and the more we do it and the more we utilize these things and the more we figure this stuff out, the more other people are like, I want to go with you guys because you guys know how to do yeah. it right. Well, I, it was a great trip. There was nothing about the trip that, that was not, I mean, from the from the time we checked in until we left, it was it was a fantastic trip. I wouldn't change anything at all about it. Uh, we, we didn't have I a slight change, shoe incident. <laughs> if I could change anything, if I could change anything at all about the trip, I would have made it about twenty degrees cooler for the week. <laughs> That's the only thing about it I would have changed. Or had that insert different that first day. <laughs> yeah. That that's the only thing about it I would have changed is the it is the fact that it was way hotter than yeah than what I anticipated it being. And, the, and like I say, you don't you have to allow for the heat. Yeah. The heat is just as much a factor as the crowds. Although it wasn't it wasn't hot enough that we could that we had to stop. It was it was warm enough where we didn't have to pack two sets of clothes. <clears throat> it was definitely hot enough that we had to seek shelter a few times. Yeah. But at, I can't imagine. I mean we don't go during the June, July, August, early September months, we don't do that for two reasons. Number one, way more people because school is officially out those months. And it's hard. And it, I can, I, there's no way I could have, you can imagine how much hotter on that, walking around on that concrete and asphalt 
by, and jacking that temperature up. Because it was some days it got into the low 90s yeah. for us. I can't imagine another 10 degrees yeah. hotter because it, it was hot. And, and you definitely have to, uh, you have to um, factor that in. It changes, it changes your day. Yeah. You have to take it at a slower pace. And, and you have to make sure you stay hydrated. Uh, we and did. I noticed the cast members doing a really good job of that, especially those days when it got really hot. Cast members were were constantly telling people, you know, make sure you're staying hydrated. Yeah, and, and again, giving away the ice water yes. is helpful. Yes. Um, that definitely is going to – because you don't want people falling out from heat stroke. No. Um, no. You want them to have a good time. Uh, and And nobody – like every time I went to ask, nobody was ever ugly about it. They were all, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they get it. Yeah. You know, they're they're just trying to help. Um, and they did a good job of helping out their characters as well, the the people inside the characters. Um, we heard more than once of them saying, all right, now Minnie's going to step away for five minutes and then she'll be back. Yeah. And I'm sure that was them changing out a person so that they can get some rest and get some hydration because it's got to be very hot in those outfits. That Um, might be why more of the character meet and greets are being driven indoors. Yeah. Well, and again, we've not been during the hotter months. So, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I I think overall, um, Oh, over to me, I'm extremely happy with our trip. Most definitely. I'm extremely proud. I would do it again in the next week. I'm extremely proud of of mom and Dan for being able to keep up. Um, we did not expect them to physically be able to do as much as they did. Uh, it was a lot of demand on them to walk a lot uh, uphill and downhill, and with a large crowd to maneuver around. Yeah, and they did great. They um, absolutely did. We were fully prepared to only have, ride a few rides a day, and we did way more than I thought we would. Uh, I think we averaged what was it seven miles a day on average? About yeah, it was pretty pretty close. Some yeah. days a little more, um, some, some days just just a little less than that. But we we rode every last. You and I had like a list of things we wanted to make sure that they were able to um, that we wanted them to experience, and we had no problem at all. They they experienced everything. I, I don't see how they could have packed any more into those four days. Because with them, we did Monday through Thursday with them one park per day, mm-hmm. and we packed everything we could in we could possibly pack in. I'm, and we got to have our traditional Grand Marais slushy, orange yes, slushy in did. France, which is a tradition that we've started ever since. Uh, there's a Disney food blog that no, talked about it, that, or that's Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, shout out to Lauren. Lauren was our travel agent on this yeah. thing. Um, what's her company called? What's the name of her company? Let me, I'll look she's, that up real quick. She has been helpful. fantastic. My wife found her on a podcast. She was one of a group of travel agents that had a podcast together and she's now has her own podcast. Um, but we reached out to her a few trips ago to ask questions about planning a trip and found out that she was going to quote us a price that was similar to what we were booking it for. I mean, to the penny and, it took a lot of the work and hassle off of my wife to plan the stuff because she could just tell her, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to try for this. And then Lauren worked behind the scenes to make sure all of that stuff happened. And in the past, I've seen you really try to schedule this stuff and drive yourself crazy, asking questions you didn't know the answer to trying to figure things out and trying to plan for things and didn't know how to book them, didn't know how to schedule them but just trying really hard and making yourself a little crazy. And Yes, um, she is, it's called Vacations by Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N. 
I actually found her on a podcast years ago, and she does a podcast now. Um, the name of the podcast now is called Fab Five. It's her and four other ladies that do a podcast weekly. They're travel agents, and they go to Disney a lot. I found her, like I said, on a podcast, started using her. I actually went online. The first time I used her, I went online and looked at the, looked at the trip that you and I wanted to take, got, got the dollar amount, and then I emailed her, told her exactly what we were looking for. She came back with the exact dollar amount to the penny. It was no different to use her. And the good thing about using her is the fact that whenever she gets with you, whether it's through phone conversations or through emails, she will talk to you about what you want to do while you're there. And when your reservations, if you book with her, when your reservation goes live, she is the one online booking all your dinner reservations at the places where you want to eat. You don't have to do that. I've done that on my own, and it's very difficult. You have to be up at at six a.m. It's 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 harder to it's it's harder to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I have I will probably not go back to Disney without using going through her. Mm-hmm. It's just so much easier. She makes she has great recommendations. She goes all the time. She knows the best places to stay, the best places to eat, She'll, and. And shout out to Disney Food Blog on YouTube for giving us lots of recommendations on food to not yes, miss. Yes, we we had. I, I'm one of those that I had a little list of different snacks and meals and foods and things we wanted to try that I've worked on over the years, and it's never been a disappointment. Yep. I mean, it's always been. This time we were able to scratch a to scratch a few things off our list that we were able to try mm-hmm. based on. Lauren's recommendations and Disney food blog recommendations. And yeah. it, it was great. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm writing some notes. It was a great trip. I'm ready to do it again. <laughs> Next yeah. year. Next, Next year. year. Next year. First week of December. Start planning now. Weather will be a little bit cooler. Not, a, not as bad. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be, yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about that. Um, so yeah, I feel good about this. You feel good about this? Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody who's been uh, supportive of us. Thank you for everybody who listens to the podcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, or if you have questions uh, about our experience or about how to make your experience good, you can reach out to us at the website, uh, com or uh, stuff I heard dot, stuff I heard podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll be happy to be a part of that or if you don't do a podcast with us and discuss this stuff we'll do it with you uh, just let us know if you enjoyed it share it with your friends please remember to rate review subscribe and as always cue the cow cue the cow move baby <laughs> <laughs>